Well, we're How good. You doing, Matt? Good. How are you? Good, good. Good. You got your coffee ready? I got my coffee ready. All right, let's let's start then. We'll get this going. Okay. Not, not, not that, that one. Oh, jeez. I heard you messed up. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm uh, we're, doing this right here. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Sunday Grind Podcast. We are two brothers. We have good coffee and some explicit language. Today on the show, May 20... No. May 30th. Jesus, May 30th, episode 48. Today we have a special guest, Lou. Lou, Lou Gonzalez. Lou's, Lou. Lou is back. From from the south. <laughs> Lou, Lou from the south. Um, well, I mean, I, he, I'm just, it, that could go away. He's not from there. He, he is there, though. That's where he lives. That's <laughs> where he, he resides. This is where I live now. This is where I live. Yeah, so I I officially live here. How many speeding uh, tickets now? How, what's the speeding ticket count up to? Um, I've gotten time. two now. I've gotten two. <laughs> We're still back to two, or are we adding two more to the other two? No, no, Just, the existing two. But that was enough. That was ten <laughs> points because both were excessive speeding. Shit. <laughs> yeah. How, how fast? I'm getting was, rid of my car. How fast was fast. the second one? Ninety-four. In a in a. 55 and I would have lost my license right there. Um, but, uh, the cop had a little mercy on me. I gave him the puppy dog eyes, which actually worked. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I won't do it again. He's like, you know, you could have killed somebody. I mean, I know. And he lowered it to a 79 so that it only was four points. So that's, you know, the first one was six. The other one would have been six and I would have lost my license. So that is six and four. I got 10 points. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't blame it so much on the car as the the person. (laughs) (laughs) Car is really zippy. Gonna get something new. Well, I mean, you bought (laughs) it because of that though. (laughs) You're like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is so fast. I love it. Yeah. Uh, It gets gets me in trouble. For as long as you have your license anyway. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wow. I think it's time for a Prius. Absolutely no pickup. <laughs> Put the foot, you know. Yeah. No, I think, I thought those were, I thought the electrics were pretty zippy. Yeah, they that's are. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what they can be anyway. Get a, get a hybrid. Yeah, because there's no, like, uh, there's no actual, like, transmission or powertrain no, or anything. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Just, yeah, it's weird. It's right to the motors. I don't understand all that, that fang, newfangled technology stuff. Yeah, I don't know much about electric cars. Um, trying to get rid of our jobs. I, I don't even think I don't even think they have oil, right? I I don't like, know. There's no oil to change. I don't think so. There um, might be like a grease, like a uh, fitting for grease to you know grease bearings and stuff like that that rotate, like possibly right. you yeah. know, for the you know different areas. But I don't think there's as far as as far as oil change. Yeah. You know, there's no oil. There's no gas. There's no. I mean, it's just. Yeah, yeah. But you're at the in. well. It's like the electric lawnmower. There's you're no oil to change. Yep. You just put a battery in, and charge the battery, and. But you're at the mercy of Tesla because if you may, you miss a payment, bye bye. Yeah, they bye the, bye. The, the car drives itself to the factory. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they can probably do that. No, they. I think they, they do. Yeah, there's, yeah. If there's you like miss the, a payment, they like it auto drives itself to the. Yeah. Oh to, yeah. Are you kidding me? Nope. 
No. <laughs> yeah, Are you serious? Pretty sure. Now you're getting rid of the guy, the tow guys who have, who do repossessions. Oh, we're gonna repossess the car. It's, Not anymore. It, it, it's it's <laughs> wow. over there. It's it's gone. I don't. It's have on it. its way. It's on its way already. I, <laughs> I yeah. haven't done anything. I always had a question about this. I know we're getting off track here, but I always had a question about these cars. I know they, you know, they, they can drive themselves, you know, to point A to point B. But do, so when when they're on the highway, what do they do? Do they like follow the um, speed limit? For you what? know, if it's fifty five, they'll they'll go sixty or something like that. Or yeah, can I, you well, tell I think it to the, go faster? I think the sensors on the road kind of like help them keep it like at the pace of the traffic. Yeah. And oh, I you, you have that. you it's it's I mean you could go you could go like I think there's like a a time there's like a time limit like you know like ten or twelve minutes you can actually go and just kind of take your hands off the wheel and just let it go mm-hmm. and it'll it'll follow traffic but it's like you every so often you have to put your hands back on the wheel to kind of you know yeah. to, to to guide it back to where it needs to go because it might it might start <laughs> following a line you don't want to go right <laughs> right right yeah so you can't just like. Go and take a nap while you're going into work. Right, yeah. Shave. Yeah. Or shave. No, you could probably I read still some shave. Guy got, I, remember, <laughs> I remember some guy got arrested just a couple of days ago for sleeping in the back seat while the Tesla car drove him home or something like that. Uh-huh. You hear about that? Take, I know, but I'm Tesla. not surprised. Take me home, Tesla. I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah. Like everybody, that, that's the, the, the next thing. <laughs> the next thing is going to mm-hmm. be... Like no, you actually have no to be. While driving. Yeah, you have to be in the driver's seat. <laughs> you have, mm-hmm. you yeah, have to. Be, I'll yeah. get I'll get a ticket if I don't. Right. You know, mm-hmm. I'll get a ticket if I if I fall asleep in yeah. a car. I might kill somebody. And then there'll be all these crazy like uh, like political statements about it. Oh, we don't have the freedom to do whatever we want inside our property yeah. or whatever. Oh, there you, you go. Know. Back into that. Yeah, yep. we're gonna have all there that go. going. Yep. Exactly. Well, anyway, let's uh, let let's not even not that we, we were even on track. <laughs> let's just uh, let's this just thing, start with the. This uh, thing we're derailed quickly. I know, let's start with this. Mm. God damn, Jimmy! This some serious gourmet shit. Yeah, I think so. I haven't had it yet. So we woke <laughs> up. We ground the coffee. No, we didn't grind the coffee. Okay, we didn't grind the coffee. Nope. Uh, we put it through the Chemex. No, we didn't. We didn't. We did it in a normal a normal brewer this morning. What the yep. fuck we do then? Well, what do you mean we? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is this we shit? It's me. I don't think you can buy Bustelo in, in a bean form. I, I think it only comes in the fine grind uh, for espresso. Yeah, well, we, that, yeah, that's it. So we're we're drinking. We're gonna try because I saw it uh, at at Aldi's the other day. I was walking up because you had said something about trying it. Uh, mm-hmm. Lou. So I was like, oh, okay. I saw it and it was like two dollars. <laughs> I was like, well, it can't be. Yeah. It can't be like even if it's horrible, it's not a waste of money. And you know, the vacuum sealed pack is good until twenty twenty three. So you know, it can't, it can't be. It can't be all bad, can it? <laughs> I you mean, throw these at people. You know, I know, right? It's espresso ground coffee. Yep. That's right. Is 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 the, what it says. The, the big yellow now, packaging. Yep, it's a yellow brick. Yeah, it's got that very uh, uh, predominant yellow, uh, very memorable kind of looking packaging color. And very iconic. Pops off the shelf. And it's mm-hmm. the, the Mama Bustello, right? That's the the was Lady Bustello. Angelina has mm-hmm. symbolized and our Cafe Bustella heritage. You can now see her on our new line of sweet and creamy products. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, they've, right. got a bunch of, they've got a bunch of like flavored coffees now, too. That's what she too. said. <laughs> <laughs> said. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, you, but you have two hands for a reason. Not, well, I'm just 
I'm, I'm in the middle of describing the coffee, sir. Sir. Yes. Thank you. Continue. Okay. <laughs> so from their website, cafebustelo.com, and you can also do it in Spanish if you want. Uh, our classic blend is dark, pure, and filled with flavor. Roasted from the world's finest beans, made to brew and experience your own way. Un clásico. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So that's it. That's the description. That's what we got. <laughs> we don't know what kind of coffee beans. We don't know what, you know, I'm going to guess it's probably like Latin American coffee because why, mm-hmm. would, why wouldn't it be? It's typically yeah, probably the most <laughs> it's, predominant. It's like Ethiopian Sodoma. Right, right. <laughs> it's, it's like the Sadamo. Uh, I'm just well. I'm just saying there. It, it's uh, um, it. It's, it's. I mean, I think that's probably what it is. Anyway, I don't. I don't have any proof. I can't provide any evidence. It's just. What yeah, I, I don't know the background either. To be honest with it's you, what I think. But this is the stuff that you say you drink pretty regularly, right? Like, oh yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. This is a uh, <laughs> very very popular. As the website says. Latin American coffee. Growing up when I was a child in my parents' house, uh, you know, and them both being Puerto Rican. Both back in that's Latin America. pretty much all they drank. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now that's is all this, they drank. And this was like a, a ba- like, do you know back in Puerto Rico if this was like the, their coffee that they drink there? No, well, they, I wasn't drink, with them in Puerto Rico. They drink um, Folgers. <laughs> no, well, no I'm, I, I was just... <laughs> I was just asking because, like, in when I was in Germany, yeah. you go to the American section of the grocery store. They had some typical, like, American Folgers. stuff. <laughs> yeah. But it might not mm-hmm. have been the stuff that you would have had if you were home. Right. But it's got... Right. So I, I w- what I was getting at is this the stuff they would have drank if they were there. Right. This is like, yeah. You okay. know, just like Matt says, you know, when, when you say American coffees, yeah, maybe Folgers or whatever. Um, but... In the Latin American uh, culture, Bustelo is uh, one of the most popular coffees. Everybody knows it. And they're often at parties and, you know, at homes. So, yeah, very, very popular coffee. And I did grow up with it pretty much my whole entire life. Okay. So this is like not a quote-unquote like small batch roaster kind no. of coffee that we're reading no. today. No, but this is like the no. this is like the Folgers of Latin America, basically. Kind I of. would say, yeah, that's a great analogy. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's okay. I mean, fine. It's all about coffee. And, and again, it's just two bucks at Aldi's or two fifty or something. So, I mean, if somebody likes it. Yeah, it's really <laughs> affordable. I mean, they, yeah. they can go right. They can go get it. It's not like it's going to break the bank. And yep. like I said, even mm-hmm. if it's terrible and we throw the rest out, it's not like I wasted a lot of money. So, and I can tell you it's not terrible. Well, we'll find, we'll find <laughs> out, sir, right now. So I'm gonna, what type of common connoisseur are you? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let me t- let me say let me say one quick thing, okay. real quick, in, in reference to because you're about to try it, okay. and I don't know exactly how you brewed it, but as you mentioned, it's uh, it's an espresso uh, grind style uh, coffee and grind exactly. So um, it's a dark roast. It's a fine grind. I don't have an espresso maker here at my house, so I just have a traditional drip, and I couldn't really use this in the French press, obviously. Right. Um, so, uh, what I do is I do one tablespoon for every two cups. So if I like this morning, I put four cups of water, two scoops of of the coffee, oh, and I find, <laughs> I find, yeah, I find that that is the best balance between flavor and strength. Oh shit! You know, um, now, if you did one scoop per, how would you do? 
Um, I think I did for uh, like seven cups. We I did five. Yes, you did. Remember, remember, you did this shit, not me. Yeah. So I basically, <laughs> I did it to the same proportion that I do my other coffees at. Yeah. Just, just it's so I can be very strong. Then most likely, well, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a fun experiment. Off. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll find out. I'm going to take a sip right now. So give me a second here. <laughs> oh boy. No, it's actually not bad at all. Okay, good. Well, you have a you have a pretty high quality brewer. So, um, from what I remember, so I bet you, yeah. And it's you got, use like really good water. Well, I mean, I use filtered water. I don't know if it's really good. Filtered. Yeah. I don't <laughs> use filtered, but I mean, it makes a difference. Um, yes, yes, it does. It, it does. It, my, my wife actually notices. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's got this, uh, this flavor that I think is the same, um, for like the Brit coffees when I bought them in Germany at the supermarket, it's got this like. It's really, really, really light. It kind of, it kind of like comes and goes really quickly on the tongue, but then it kind of, there's like a lingering flavor there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I'm getting that. I'm getting yeah, that. and it's, it's, uh, it's not yeah. bad. It's just, it's there. But it's there, and I think if you drank a lot of this, it would go away. No, <laughs> it would get worse. Like it, like <laughs> oh, more inten- prominent. In, yeah, intensify. Okay. Um, not get, not get worse. We're it's not. Um, it's not bad. Here come the legal problems. No, it's stu- not Cafe right. We get sued by them. That would be like the best promotion, though. Like <laughs> sued by Cafe Bustello. <laughs> Two guys in Rochester. Everybody like, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> we just said it was really, really bad, <laughs> but it's not. Um, let me take another sip. It does have a very distinct flavor, and um, it's you know when we spoke earlier in the week, and we talked about this about. Um, reviewing it yeah i actually made it a point to just stop and sit and try to figure out what the flavor is like what am i tasting here yeah and it's really hard to describe it tastes and, like um, coffee <laughs> I mean, no there's something else there there's some kind of flavor note there that i really can't put my finger on and i think that's part of the appeal of this coffee is it has this distinct flavor that i've never had with any other coffee and um, once you, uh, like you say, once you have it um, periodically, it becomes a very distinct, you know, flavor profile, I guess you'd say. And it, for me, it's just, it's hard to describe what it is. I would encourage any listeners, if they're interested in trying it, to not a big investment, like you said. Yeah. And it does have a very distinct flavor. Yeah, I think it, that and should I be the, I personally uh, really enjoy it. 10 ounces. Come it, on, could, it could be the oppression. <laughs> <laughs> That that's probably what's Maybe. making that distinctive flavor is just the oppression. Tears of the mothers. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the tears of the mothers that are watering the coffee plants. Oh no! God, I'm sorry. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> now the other <laughs> thing I should say is uh, I'm putting a little cream and sugar. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. I would say the flavor is, is even more enhanced. I think it, it's know. it's good with cream. For sure, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and and again, it's got this flavor. It's got this like sit on the back of the tongue kind of. Mm-hmm. It's I, hard to describe. I, I want to say it's, and I'm I'm probably using the wrong words because it might sound positive or negative. It's got this really deep, rich kind of flavor that sits on the back of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, and it's not necessarily good or bad. It's just that's the way I can describe it. Is like it's just there. And it's not, mm-hmm. it's not offensive, but it's there. 
not offensive. Much <laughs> like all the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> we're getting, Where's the rim we're, shot? Oh my god! We're, we're getting I gotta shut do the down. rim shot. I gotta do the rim shot. Just oh my make, god! To make it sound good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to make it sound good. Oh come on! I, I'm only. I'm, I'm really just fucking around. It's just seriously funny, uh, in my head anyway. Okay. Um, we're, we're officially calling Lou cousin Lou. Well, I mean, he's been yeah, sure. he's been around for how long? Twenty five years that you put yeah, up with my like my that. shit. More than that. So, yeah. We met when I was what twenty one, oh so yeah, God. been like uh, yeah, almost oh thirty years. Oh, All right, so we're crazy, right? It's, yeah, it's officially cousin Lou. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, like that's it. the Lou's like yay. I don't know if that's a good thing, <laughs> I know, right? Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's good. that's good. up to, that's up to you to that's, figure yeah, out. Yeah. It's not, we're just <laughs> you, you know the fa- you know the family, so um, absolutely, yeah. So Matt, what Matt, what do you think of the of the coffee? You haven't really said, yeah. Matt, <laughs> you try it yet? Yes, yes, I have. I'm not going to put my foot you in my pussy. mouth. I'm try not, it. <laughs> I'm not putting my foot in my mouth like my brother. I has. didn't put my foot in my. I, I intended that to be humorous. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't. It was, it was just not humorous. I don't think he likes it. He's he's just he's like he's pussy putting around. I know. Yeah, I don't think he likes the coffee it's, at all. He's just being. And a, that's all right. It's, it's, a coffee pussy. It's it's. A flat coffee. There, there. It's a neutral coffee, not flat. It's a neutral coffee. There's not, you know, there is that little bit of a, a hang around at the end um, after oh. you've drink, you know, after you've drunk it. Uh, there's, it's, there's not, there's no flavors that I'm really that are popping out. There's not like a vanilla or a caramel or a, a, a smoky flavor, something like that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Yeah. It's, it's a very flat coffee. Um, I'm wondering if there's a way it can, you can see when this was like created. There's like something on the. There's nothing. Nothing. Um, so it's it's it. You know, it, to me, it would remind me of something. You know, it's like you know, like your you said your parents drank this. It's a you know, kind of the Folgers or Maxwell House of you know mm-hmm. of, of your of, of Puerto Rico or whatever. And mm-hmm. um, it's just it's a very flat, even coffee. You know, there's no, there's no, or neutral even coffee. There's no bad thing. There's no good thing. I mean, it's, you know, you can break this out and just be like, what's this? You know, every once in a while and have no problem drinking. You know, I could drink a pot like this, no problem, every so often and, and enjoy it. And, you know, it's not going to. You know, um, and yeah, wake, yeah. Not, not wake the kids up at six o'clock grinding coffee like I normally do, but, you know. <laughs> this. Well, it's interesting because, um, you know, the, there's a part of me like, what do you mean it's a flat coffee? But you know what? I think you're kind of right. Um, it, it's not like uh, it's not any one thing. Yeah, it doesn't have any kind of sharp edges uh, flavor wise. It is it, sort yeah. of just a, a rounded. Yeah, sort again, of it's kind of flavor. It, I, I flat, flat isn't isn't necessarily a negative. Yeah, thing. I don't it's mean just that, an observation. I, yeah, I don't mean flat like yeah. negatively. It's it's a it's a neutral. Like more, I would say, I'm going to try to use the word neutral more. It's no, I think I like that. It's not going to go one way or the other. But it is a very nice car. I mean, if you. I, you know, I'm sure if you drank it black, it's probably it's got some distinct flavors that way. Um, we have the sweetener and the cream in it that yeah. we like, and it's well, you have to enjoy coffee the way you enjoy coffee. And it's actually and that's the best way to get a good yeah, impression of. I, I know, have the, the you know, I have the cream and the sugar, the, the sweetener, in, and it's it's actually really creamy. I mean, there's a, it's it like, is creamy. You know, it takes cream well. That's it, for sure. Yeah, it does take cream very yeah. well. But if drinking a black probably wouldn't hurt at all. Um, mm-hmm. I I can't tell. From like the the um, the Julian date on this, like the how they mm-hmm. how they do it, but it it appears as though it was probably roasted 
on January 27th of some year because it's got <laughs> one zero twenty seven. So I'm guessing 20, it was the 27th of January of this year. Of this year, probably. Well, we, one, don't, we one don't is hear. really one know. Is, one is usually the first number. The depending on the Julian, like our Julian date is. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it's the year, which is the first two letters or first two digits. So it could have been done in ten years. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It, we don't know exactly the, what, what 27th. Uh, but it says yeah, best. What I've heard by, is on average, the, it's about you know shelf life is about six months from roasting. Yes, the average you know prepackaged coffee that you get on the shelf. So yeah, this was best if January. Used, that sounds about right. Best if used by January twenty seventh, two thousand twenty twenty three. Wow. Okay. So you got so some, it's got a we got a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, so this years. is like this is like apocalypse style coffee packaging. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying that it's, that no, it's necessarily that's only a, best. Now there's a um, there's a video. Uh, from James Hoffman on YouTube, where he he found at on on eBay or some someplace uh, a Melita pour over coffee set from 1970 with a brick of coffee still in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he he tries it, and it's it's oh, really? it's oh my god, it's it's such an interesting video. If I can find it, I'll put it in the show notes because it's really interesting to check out. Because it's kind of like you know he's not. I mean, it's obviously not, not impressive coffee. But the mm-hmm. fact that, like, even back in the '70s, they were promoting the whole like pour over, um, yeah. you know, culture yeah. for coffee to try to like you know raise the awareness of good coffee and all that. But yeah, I'm guessing. Um, I'm and guessing, who's this now? Huh? James Hoffman. James who, who, who? James Hoffman. He's this this guy from like London, and he does. He's just a coffee. I guess he's got some awards he won he for is, like he barista. Like the, he's like the coffee god. Yeah, he's one of the guys that he's won a bunch of like barista coffee contests or something worldwide, and he's he's pretty well known. And he does he reviews gear like grinders, brewers, espresso makers, mm-hmm. like every like stuff. And then, but he also talks about eagle like, one baby eagle one. Yeah, he also like just talks about general culture stuff as well, like you know how to brew mm-hmm. coffee, how to get the best out of your French press, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, he. Right. This is one of those ones where he, he finds, and it really, it's so retro. It's so freaking crazy. Because, right. you know, the, the plastic was supposed to be, like, really fancy, but now it's because it's, like, 50 years Brutal. old. It's all, like, aged, yeah. you know? like <laughs> It's really cool. Uh, and I guess he kept the glass mugs. He kept those because I guess they were just, like, super retro and super cool. Yeah, he liked them. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'll, I'll have to find that video and link it because I think you'll you yeah. get, you'd get a kick out of it, Lou, for sure, because it's just, like... You're just like, well, I need to know how this tastes. <laughs> he's not, I mean, exactly. he, you know, spoiler alert, he doesn't like it. But, you know, yeah, he's yeah. one of those guys that doesn't like anything that's like pre-ground supermarket bought. So yeah. if yeah, you're, you're exactly. adding pre-ground supermarket bought from 50 years ago, you know, so yeah. it's going to be, you know. But he, I, think yeah. even, I think he even says it's it's vacuum packed too. He goes, it's actually fresh. You could smell like yeah, it's still good, it's but just, it's just not good coffee. It's just not good coffee. Yeah, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. Of actually, course. Um, Let me see if I can right. find that uh, <laughs> mug rating. Yeah, what do you guys say? Uh, you, I, we'll go with you first. Going with me first. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say <laughs> uh, two and a half. It's a solid right down the middle coffee for me out of five. Okay. Um, I think part you know probably because of the like just the idea that it's supermarket bought for me. Probably takes it down like yeah, a half a mug, but, but yeah, um, but it's you know it's good, you know it's a good co- I mean it's it's not trying to be anything that it's not. You know, I think Lou could probably agree with that. 
Oh yeah. It's definitely, you know, <clears throat> they're not trying to compete against anybody else. Right. Actually, they're probably trying to, you know, actually be different and, um, be their own brands. And, and they've, they have this flavor profile that they've got. Um, and I, I, I will stand on the fact that I think they do have a unique flavor. I would encourage you guys to brew another pot that's stronger. Um, uh, because I mean, it sounds to me like your brewer, um, did a really good job of brewing it and you probably didn't add enough. So, cause if it's, if it's tasting flat, um, or, or say neutral, I would encourage you maybe try one more pot and add more. All right. You know, maybe right. one, maybe one, one scoop per I can and try it that. one more time. Cause, cause it definitely has a, uh, a, a particular, you know, flavor profile. Um, and as far as mugs go, I would say four only because it's, it's a soft spot in my heart. I grew up with this, this brand and it's one of those things that, you know, brings back memories, even seeing the, the yellow package on my countertop, it makes me think of my childhood and, and my parents. Aww. So for me, for me, for me, it's like <laughs> emotional and, uh, working, and work, <laughs> working the fields and getting beaten, but no hours of the day. Oh, what? oh um, no. But I know nope. I'm not dreaming or thinking this is a five star coffee. I know it's not. Okay, you know uh, it, it's more for sentimental uh, value. That's okay. Uh, sure. But uh, I would I would try again. Uh, you know, and I think you might find that it's got a little bit more distinct flavor than than what you're experiencing right now. I I will do it. It's your weird ass tongue that decides. I will do that. <laughs> so did you did you rate it, Lou? Yes, he gave, mm-hmm. he gave mm-hmm. it four for, oh, okay. sen- sentimental, for sentimental okay. sentimental that's, reasons. That's fine. Sap. Sorry, I was I'm I'm descending into the James Hoffman rabbit hole here, trying oh to find that, uh, okay. trying to find that thing. But you guys can keep going. You, so banter, 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 banter. Did you did you give it a that uh, Matt? Did you rate it? I'm going. I'm going to go three. Um, it's it's it is a. I think I want to try it with like Lou said. Try it a little stronger, maybe a little bit more coffee mm-hmm. next next time. Um, yeah. Again, it's. It's it's a a very even neutral coffee. Um, there's nothing really distinctly sticking out, uh, you know, like a Folgers, a regular you know house blend Folgers or oh god, mm-hmm. gut rot Maxwell House. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but uh, it's you know, it, it would be like I said, you know, pop it, you know, you, you bring this out when you know you have company over instead of you know like okay, I, I don't want to grind, you know, a whole bag of. Whatever right. at fifteen dollars, I you know, and it's not trying to cheap out or anything like that. Like, uh, you know, it's a decent, <clears throat> decent different coffee. You know, you know, we're used to the Folgers, the Maxwell House, or the Iron Bean that we we've, we've been drinking and stuff like that lately. Um, just to give it a chance, yeah, I'm you know, I'm going three, just to you know, a little bit above Bob. It's I think it's a little bit mm-hmm. probably a little bit better than Maxwell House or Folgers, but uh, oh, there we go. That's it. Yep, I found it. So anyway, well, here's, here's one other comment uh, I'm going to say is this is an espresso coffee. We brewed it like regular, brew, yeah, you right. know, that's also like true. We, yes. we brewed it actually incorrectly. Right. Right. Exactly. So uh, I have, put, I have put this through uh, an espresso maker before and, and then I would make like a latte, you know, I would steam up some milk and throw the espresso in there. It was fabulous. So one very, one, very, one, very so, good. So one cup of coffee wasn't good. You had to make a latte. 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was a long time. Oh, oh I got that. That's just. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was terrible. Nobody caught that until afterwards. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 it's terrible. Uh, but Bob, you know do, you, do you have a? Uh, can you do shots? Can you do espresso? Yes, I can. He can. I have, I have, place? Well, you got to you got to try it like that. I'm gonna. He has a uh, actual. I bought an, uh, a flare uh, <laughs> yeah. espresso maker. <laughs> he has yeah, to, you know, it, it's so one of those. This, all of this, all of this has to be under the preface that we actually all brewed it in a way that it wasn't supposed to be. However, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's also however. True. This is how, how actually most of the Latin, most Latinos don't have an espresso maker right. at, the, at the house, you know. Oh, so they kind of do what I do, you know. Yeah. They just you know throw it in the coffee, do maker. a two to one or something in the coffee maker. Yeah. Lou, I've got a bad dad joke that oh, boy, you probably unless you listened to last week's podcast. I did not. You did not. Sorry. Okay. Why did the Mexican take anti-anxiety medication? I don't know why. For Hispanic attacks. <laughs> you gotta give it that's up. pretty good no. that's pretty good no 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 yeah baby yeah baby yeah baby oh. that's a great dad you joke. know that's a great dad joke i used dad to know, uh, I used to know so guys. many jokes we're uh we're done with this now <laughs> yeah we're all set I used to know so many jokes, and then like I swear to God, one day I like woke up and then my my brain just purged them all, so I couldn't remember any jokes anymore. <laughs> I used to, uh, do you remember like when you were a kid uh, that they had these books called gross jokes and oh, totally yeah. gross jokes and all that stuff? Yes. Man, I've like memorized all those jokes. And I, like I said, one day I woke up and they're just gone. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Yep, I know. So, what, I know what happened. Girls. Yeah, that could be. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the hormones <laughs> kick in. You just forget everything. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> the hormones right. really take the place of all brain cells. That's really sure. Mm-hmm. That's definitely what it does. <laughs> that was right about the right time, too. You got to probably spot on. Yeah, it's about right. I'm a genius. All right, so we're going to do topic of the week now. Yeah. What is it? Yep. <laughs> Lou, we're going to talk to you a little bit about where you're living and what you're doing right now. That's our topic of the week. Oh, okay. I'm the topic of the week. Yes, you are the topic of the week, sir. Oh, boy. <laughs> so uh, how long has it been since you moved down there now? It's been about, what, six months, seven months? That's the show. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that's about it. Uh, seven months now. Okay. And two speeding tickets. And yeah, so that's so that's and two speeding tickets. <laughs> a speeding ticket every few months. Okay. Um, much. Now, can you? That's actually a good question. Like here, you can take one of those defensive driver courses and like lower your points. Mm-hmm. Can you do that down there too? Yeah, I did it <laughs> because I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I took a it, and it was all virtual. It's like online. Yeah, I did because the same of thing. Uh, COVID and everything. Yep. And that shaved off four points off my license. Okay. So. Yeah. So it helps, <laughs> and it lowers your insurance premium too, probably right. Yeah. Yeah, but but I actually have tickets now. For you know, I still got points. Um, I didn't wave them all. No, of so course. I'll still pay more. I mean, you're still a shitbag driver. It's just, <laughs> it's just you paid a little bit. Yeah, you paid a little bit to have it shaved off. <laughs> I think you need. I think yeah. you need to buy like a 1963 Cadillac. No, yeah. you just you need a bicycle. <laughs> I can I can get one down here. Oh, you know, in the south here, there are so many awesome classic cars because it doesn't you know it doesn't snow and there's no salt. 
right. that destroys your car. So this is amazing old classic cars driving around here. And they're not even like super restored or anything. They're just, they, some people just took care of their vehicles and they've lasted a long time. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a story. I mean, being, a, you know, kind of being a car guy, there's a story you got about this lady who, uh, she bought a car, like a, a 64 Dodge something or other. And each time she went, you know, something would break down. She got the lifetime, she got like lifetime breaks at, at whatever, whatever company. <laughs> and then she got, a life, she got a lifetime battery you know, battery replacement through Sears and mm-hmm. lifetime. This, and it's just like, this car is like a, re- it's, it's a relic and it's like immaculate. And it's, she, mm-hmm. just, she just keeps on driving it. You know, she's just like nothing. She's like, there's nothing wrong with this car. I get good gas mileage. I get, you know, it's, it's drum brakes. She's like, I know what it does. I know what it can do. I don't have to worry about technology, this and that. And everything gets replaced when I need to get it replaced. You know, brakes, get brand new brakes on it each, you know, every so many years, but it's like, you look at the receipts. It's like in 1970, lifetime brakes were 130 dollars, and it says lifetime replacement. You know, once I mean, you you pay it once and you're done. That's all you have to do. You never have to pay for any more labor, any more parts, any more anything. Yeah, she's the reason why now they say <laughs> lifetime is actually ninety thousand miles or yeah. something like that. Yeah. <laughs> she's the reason why they do that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know. They wind up losing too much. And money. Sears is out of business now, right? And are they gone? <laughs> probably, probably. But she's she's also probably dead too. So she probably drives it up to like yeah. the main the main headquarters in Chicago. <laughs> like I want my I want my battery. I want my battery. <laughs> They're just like get her a goddamn battery. Get her out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they walk, We're walk, tired of they walk across the street to the auto zone. Right. Battery, she's back. like she's like walking in in her little walker. You know, <laughs> like I want my battery. With the tennis balls at the bottom. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, seven so, months down here, and, yeah. uh, and I'm still really enjoying it. And finally, I didn't tell you this, uh, we haven't had a chance to speak in a little bit, but I think I told you I was waiting on my job. Yeah. Um, security clearance. Yep. It just went through about three, four days ago. Oh, nice. so congratulations. I got, I got approved, so I should start working around uh, June 7th or 14th. Oh, great. Great. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so you have top secret, um, top secret clearance or super secret? <laughs> top secret. He's like, I but, can't tell you that. He's like, I, can, I know. I kill you. Have to kill you. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm like, should I say? I don't know. But um, yeah, <laughs> to, it, to the four people it, that listen to this podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But uh, so I'm, I'm interested. Um, and there's a slight story behind this, but I'm interested to see what happens here. Um, okay, real quick. So this last. Uh, seven months, I have just been kind of kicking back. I have never had a break from my, you know, full-time work in about 26 years. So for the last 26 years, I've been working full-time. All I have, the only time I ever get off is like, you know, the vacation that your job gives you. Right. Right. Other than that, I've been working solid, you know, more than 26 years. So, um, I, I decided when I came down here and I was forced to wait anyways, because I had to wait. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. I'm going to relax. I'm like, I'm going to sleep and you do all the things that I didn't get a chance to do all these years. So I've really been enjoying my time off, but I would say probably like within about 10 days gets of old. being down here, I was, yep, it got old. <laughs> so I was just like, you kidding me? So I've been super anxious to get started working and um, I'm so happy that it's finally happening. However, I'm, I'm, I almost... This is not good. I almost wish I didn't get it now 
because I've realized in these last seven months, there's a whole world out here. <laughs> there's sunshine and birds and people walking around and bikes and, you know, and, and I'm like, Oh, do yeah. I want to go back into an office environment again and sit in a cubicle all day and deal with rush hour traffic back and forth to work and meetings and, you know, a one hour lunch and a coffee break. And I'm like, Oh, so, um, <laughs> I was like doing some kind of sketchy shit online. I was like, all right, this will definitely scare them off. You know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. won't get the job if I do this. And they still gave me the clearance. <laughs> oh, I'm just man. like, damn. I almost, I kind of almost tried to like do something weird, you know, to maybe like set off some red flags. Nope, didn't work. Still got it. Oh, man. So, um, well, but <laughs> no, it's not all bad. <laughs> one of my neighbors, um, midget worked porn. For, eh, we've seen it before. Whatever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anything crazy, right? So, um, the uh, one of my neighbors uh, happens to work for another uh, government agency, and he goes, "Hey, you know." I told him about this. I was like, I don't know if I'm looking forward to working in an office again. And he says, you know, give it a shot, you know, go check it out. He goes, you might be working on some really cool stuff. That's it might true. be very interesting. Yeah. You know, you know, for your clearance, he goes, you might be working on some really cool stuff. It might be very interesting stuff. He goes, or if you hate it, you know, give it a shot. If you really don't like it, leave. Yeah. You know, I'm exactly. Like, mm, okay. So, yep. So, uh, or, you know, find another job. So, uh, I'm going to, you know, go in with an open mind. So, you know, that's, that's work. But, um, other than that, I've been keeping busy with music. I think I shared with you guys, I'm playing, uh, in a band. I'm playing with another band also, uh, called, uh, Uncle Tim's Workbench. He is like a (laughs) collaboration guy. That's funny. And, uh, Uncle Tim's Workbench. Yeah. So he, um, he works with local, um, folks. And he'll put like together like a set list of songs, all originals. And he'll, you know, and then we'll do like one big show. And then we're like, all right, awesome. And then he'll work with another set of people. And then he'll do a show to work with another set of people. So he, he's sort of this uh, vagabond mu- musician that works with all the local artists. That's actually pretty cool because so, you like, he's like stoking like creativity in the community, which yeah. is nice. Because, yep, you know, you wind yep, up getting. Uh, you wind mm-hmm. up getting, you know, kind of in your band, in your kind of little clique, and you forget that there's other styles or other um, exactly. creative outlets out there. And that's kind of cool that there are people that are just like, yeah, I'm just a collaborative guy. I just want to work with anybody and do anything. Let's just do it, you know, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. I, and now there is a video that was um, filmed. Um so we're waiting for that to come out, and when it does, I will shoot it over to you. Yeah, you better. I want to see it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't even seen it myself. So that electronic but, uh, yeah. drum kit was a good idea. <laughs> oh, man, I got so many compliments on that drum set sound. Um, a bunch of the drummers, because there was four bands playing. We were one of the four. Yeah. Um, all the drummers came up to me like, dude, that kit sounds amazing. <laughs> that kit sounds awesome. I'm like, like, no tuning, awesome. no, like, no, sim- no, that's, that's not, it. you don't have to buy anything. I'm, <laughs> I'm loving that electronic kit. It's so versatile yeah. and I can load it up, you know, in my car in a matter of minutes. I, it, I just fold it. The guitar, the I guitar, think a couple the of the guitar players off, are looking good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then like, oh, go ahead. when, yeah, sorry. When, when we were playing, there was another drummer, um, previous to us, you know, on set. And he's like tearing down his drum set, you know, doing all this. Literally, I had everything set up in the backstage, like the whole kit was ready to go. And I literally just 
picked up the whole drum set, do, 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 <laughs> bunk, just put it on there, one input to the board, done. Yep. I'm like, this is amazing. This is so great. And such a clean sound. Uh, everybody, like I said, um, all the drummers came up to me like, bro, your drum set sounds freaking amazing. So very pleased, very happy that I made that decision to go that, electronic. That's I awesome. do miss acoustic. Yeah. It does have a different feel. Yeah. But yeah, for know. the sound and the simplicity, it's, it's a godsend. It really yeah. is. Yeah. The, 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 to hit, hit, you know, to hit the, the, the wood and let the wood resonate is, is mm-hmm. something, is but something that's different. more in the room. Like yeah. when you're acoustic, like in, it's, in like a garage or in a band situation, when you, when it's mic'd up on a stage, you can't hear that from the crowd. No, you know what I mean? No. So mm-hmm. but, but ba- still, that's basically what the E kits are doing or right. what the modeling for guitars does. Is right. it, that's the sound that you hear on a recording, not now, necessarily what you hear in a room. Now what guys are doing, um, they're taking those drum sets. The, uh, like the Pearl has those electronic drum sets and they're taking those, the heads that they use for that. And they're putting them on their regular acoustic kits and using that stuff so they don't have to worry about mics or anything like that. And they're getting the exact sounds that they want without, Interesting. Any, without any feedback. They're basically doing what you're doing but having a drum shell to make t- for the look. Right, right, you right. Know, um, <clears throat> Neil, Neil Peart did that with um, the DW, uh, the Roland and the DW. They made the shells for his electronic kit so it looked like a shell Right, um, right. To, to go along with his drum set. That, you know of of the of the year or of the tour and uh um but they have the pads inside and so it's like you know there's like you said there's no tuning there's no it's just plug it in plug it in plug it in have a nice day have you know good good to go you know you know that you know that and that type of thing with the you know with what you're doing you know i i, I see the the um um i don't know where you're going yeah. with this drink some more coffee (laughs) but yeah you know my time down here uh, has been fun so I've been keeping busy with music you know having some fun playing out with the kit because I really didn't have much experience in New York to do that so I was you know just thrilled to actually play out with this kit and it's really been been a good time and it's been fun and um, so yeah I'm still still dating uh, here and there uh, uh, these southern ladies are a different breed, <laughs> and uh, so that's been kind of a fun experience, right? Uh, and uh, so yeah, cool, so, good time so far. So, yeah, I'm uh, seeing my daughter a lot more often now, and my and my two grandkids. That's good. So yeah, it's been great. The I guess the big the big question I would have, and then we can move on, is what would you say like cultural shock wise is the biggest thing down there. Mm, you know, where I'm living uh, in Charleston, there's a lot of transplants here. So, you know, uh, actually a lot of the people I meet are not originally from here. Okay. So they, they sort of have this, uh, I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure what the right word is, but they're not like truly Southern. So now if I went out into the, you know, into the boonies or into some of these smaller towns, you might not come that back. would probably be the... Yeah, that would be like the real essence of South Carolina. Uh, here, it's actually kind of modern and uh, hip, you know, and uh, there's a, a, a bit of history and all that. But um, again, like like even like dating the ladies down here, I've only ever dated one local. That's okay. It. 
So uh, everybody else is like, oh, I'm from Minnesota originally. Oh, I'm from Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm from New Jersey. Sure, oh, I'm from sure. California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, um, but they all just, like me, moved here. So I haven't really, to answer your question, I really haven't felt any cultural shock. The, the food is quite different. Like the flavor profile, everything is very different here. Okay. Like even like the eggs taste different, you know, just something, you know, they're whatever, okay. South Carolina eggs, you know, versus New York Wegmans eggs or something, you know. Right, so There's even right. like li- little little differences like that, even the way they season things, you know, it's a little bit different. Okay. Uh, like, like, like I ate at a Mexican place and like the way it was seasoned is like totally different than the way we have it in New York. Okay. So, um, so there's little things like that, but no, no giant cultural shock. The only thing I have really enjoyed is everyone generally here has amazing manners. Yes, sir. No, sir. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. That could yep. be it right like, there. That could be the culture shock that you have. Like, I don't necessarily yeah. need culture shock and like the, I hate everything down here. In a bad sucks, way. But it's just yeah. like, whoa, that's not what I'm used to. Like that could not be at all. Well, getting back, let to me tell you the, the, eggs, ahead, the, the eggs in New York state are very bitter because of, you know, we're, we're in the cold. Mm-hmm. I don't understand six months of the year. Well, he said, that the, he said the eggs taste different. It's because be, you know, the, the, the chickens are bitter because they're in cold for six months <laughs> of the year. That could be, <laughs> they even look different here. Like the, the yolks are orange. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like they even look a little different. So, um, I'm sorry, go but ahead. yeah, the, the, the manners is a big thing here, um, which I have uh, been um, wonderfully um, welcome to. So like, for, for example, you might see some guy walking down the street and he looks like, yeah, I don't know, it looks like a little sus, you know, something a little, big I don't old, know, careful with this guy, <laughs> right? And then he walks by, he goes, how you doing? You know, have a good day, sir. You know, you know, excuse me, sir. And I'm just like, I would never expect those words to come out of his mouth. If, you know, just looking at his appearance and I'm, I'm not being, you know, hugely stereotypical here, but in, in New York, that person wouldn't say anything to me or even maybe look at me at all. Right. Absolutely. You know, um, Go fuck yourself. like, or even right. like, when, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like here they acknowledge you. Like as you're walking by, they look at you in the eye and they give you a little head nod or they're like, how you doing? Hello. Have a good day. Like everybody, yeah. everybody. It's, it's really quite amazing the difference. And I didn't really notice it until I came back to New York. Uh, I was coming back like once a month just to visit friends. <laughs> Walking up family. saying hi to everybody. <laughs> they're like, what the yeah. hell's yeah. wrong with and, this guy? And you know what? The people, <laughs> the people where we're from, they would, you know, let's say you're walking down the, the sidewalk they would just kind of like glance up at you and then glance down at the grounds until they passed you by. Right. right. Here, I got to be ready to have a conversation with that guy. You know, here he comes and he's like, how you doing? Oh, this is your daughter. Oh, what's her name? Oh, how old is she? Are these your grandkids? Oh my God. How cute. How old are they? I got to be ready to have like a conversation. Oh my God. When I'm in the, when I, I'm in the I, supermarket. I, could, I don't think I could handle that. You, yeah, I you, couldn't. You would implode. I, at first, yeah, at first I was like, what is going on here? Like I went to the grocery store. I had to have a conversation with the lady behind me, the lady in front of me, the, the cash register lady, you know, and you I'm walking out. <laughs> yeah, you're not from around here, are you? So, um, <laughs> but they, the people here are super friendly, super friendly. And, um, and now I really appreciate it. Um, let me tell you one other quick story. So Bob, I'm, oh, here we go. I didn't Let's mention go. this. 
since since I'm uh, I haven't really been working that much, I'm like, all right, I need to make some cash until this other job, you know, says yes or no. So <laughs> I've been working for. Are, are you whoring yourself out on the street? I am not whoring myself. Okay. I'm not dealing drugs. Um, but I'm working in events. I'm working for an events company. So now, like, I, I'm like the security guy at a concert. Oh, nice. You know, all right. Or I'm I'm like the security guy at um, a soccer game or a baseball game, or uh, there was a college commencement, and my job was to guard the door. You know, don't let anybody in. Okay. No one's supposed to go through here because you're well, so intimidating you, looking, for sure. I mean, yeah, I think I was. Well, most of the people there are like I don't know. I guess I'm I'm younger and a little more. I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> I was I, I was at a concert. <laughs> I was at a concert. And I went to a couple of them. These people are so nice. They 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 would come up to me and go like, "Hey man, how you doing?" I'm like, "Good, good." They're like, "You enjoying the music?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, the music's really good." You know, They're like, "Yeah, these guys are great." You know, blah blah blah. And they literally talked to me about the band, total stranger. And they're like, "Hey, listen, we appreciate what you're doing, man. We appreciate you hanging here and making sure everyone's safe and." And, you know, we just, we appreciate you being here so that we can have fun. And I was like, that, no one in my life that, has ever said anything like that, that to me. That doesn't, like, I can't even, I can't even imagine that. Yeah. Exactly, Because this, exactly. what would follow that would be, can I have $5 for a cab ride home? Yeah. Or, no. or, or something up here. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now, you want to, now here's the, the total uh, mindfuck about this. It happens like eight times that night like i couldn't even then another person says hey man we appreciate you thank you you know and then like they're like hey what's your name again lou right they're screwing with me they're like tapping my shoulder and i look over to my right and they're at my left and like ah, hey man why you doing lou you all right yo you feeling good all right cool man check in with you later i'm like who are these people you know uh, and were these fans or other co-workers these were fans oh yeah. fans people there watching the show and i went uh, i've done three concerts now and everybody's like this they're all like we appreciate what you're doing man we appreciate you thank you you know i'm just like what i this is like completely blowing my mind do you remember uh yeah, a lot of mar remember the, the <laughs> it, it i was, never it was I, a I grateful dead concert <laughs> i have personally never done that ever to anybody so Someone doing that to me, saying that they appreciate me, they use those words over and over. Yeah. All, all these random people, we appreciate you, man. We appreciate what you're doing. You know, thank you for being here for us. I'm like, what? <laughs> I mean, it's it's been really wild because there is a whole different mentality. This remind, that reminds me of that movie, My Blue Heaven with Steve Martin, when he gets in the witness protection program. Yeah. So he's like in this like community where they're all polite and they're all saying, have a nice day to everybody. And he just doesn't know how to handle it. That's <laughs> the, exactly it. At the end of the day, he's walking out of the supermarket and they're like, have a nice day. And he's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he That's just couldn't handle much, it. <laughs> that was me. I couldn't, it took me about four or five months to actually like embrace it because it was i'm like are these people for real yeah you know well well because i, mean, I, I couldn't <laughs> did, did, did were the concerts were you doing was a lot of a lot of lasers and stuff because i mean that that kind of no you know you're saying in. that they might be high <laughs> and they're just like super friendly when they're high <laughs> 
I think that might be part of it, but I mean, they were super friendly before the concert started, even because they were high before. You know, they were high before. Maybe Maybe. when the six edibles kick in. (laughs) Hey, I really appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah, he appreciated the table five minutes ago too. (laughs) I really appreciate you. We really appreciate you. I was like, no one in my whole life has ever said that to me. I don't even think my wife or any girlfriend has ever said, "I appreciate you." You know, and, and, and these are strangers. Yeah. No, I mean, I was just like, wow. You know, multiple times each night. Thank you. It's like so, after the sixth time, you're like, thanks. Jesus Christ. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's up here, I would expect somebody to ask me for money after all that. Like, <laughs> yeah. hey, having a good time? No. Thanks for everything you do. Can I borrow five dollars for a cup of coffee? Right. right. What? Right. No. Like, I mean, no. because nine times out of ten, that's what would happen. Yeah. That's why we're like, we're conditioned to like not trust Anybody, it's, it's, a, it's a northern thing, man. Right. Yeah. I didn't even realize it. I, it's a northern thing. I don't know what it is. I, I like I said, I didn't realize it until I went back and forth. And yeah. I was like, wow, big yeah. difference. Huh. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's end that because it is getting a little long in the tooth here, guys. Not no, Sorry. no, no, no. It's fine. I just want to move on to the next thing. Pac-Man just gives me this feeling oh, of giddiness. God. Like there's all these tingles running up and down my nipples. And it's just this wonderful thing. Like, hey, look, it's Pac-Man. Yeah. Nope. This is the consumption <laughs> corner. What are we into this week, guys? Nope. Uh, Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. What Bur- are you into? Bourbon. Yeah, you did. You sent me a, a whole... I couldn't I couldn't actually see anything around the picture. The, the bourbon? With, from the bourbon. Yeah, I couldn't see it. It was yeah. There was so much bourbon in there. So you're... So you're just, what, are you buying, like, a different bottle every week or something? Or, or two. Or two. Okay. <laughs> um, Have you gone out to the, the, the place next to Costco there to look for some bourbons? Yeah. Yet? Okay. Yeah, I've gotten a couple things from there. Okay. Um, yeah, I just, uh, just something, you know, uh, that one guy, Ryan, on TikTok, Sips and Slams. Or oh, yeah, Slams yeah. and Sips. Um, different bourbons. Different bourbons. Yeah, just, you know, it's and it's actually kind of nice, you know. And then I got into the... Um, that time suck that you were talking about last week. Oh yeah, pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, he did the <laughs> he had the whole thing about Jameson, and he was just doing like you know what whiskey is and scotch and this and that, and you know kind of a, a different you know they're all similar. It's right. Just, real Scot- you, real scotch is made in Scotland. Right. That's that's what it's why it's called scotch. Then yes. There's, you know, there's Canadian whiskey, and then there's American whiskey, and then Japanese whiskey. Which, yes. Now, do you have a favorite bourbon yet? Iron Smoke. Really? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, I've got a bottle of it. It's. I think it's good. I'm, I think it's pretty I'm, tasty. I have a cast and crew, cask and crew, cask. Yeah. With the K at the end. Um, I have some of that. I have uh, Jesse James bourbon. It's. I think it's made by Jack Daniels. Okay. Um, and that's actually pretty decent for a twenty dollar. You know, for seven fifty mil, twenty dollar bottle. It's not not bad. Well, it gets to a point where like you're you're getting away from like bang for your buck, and you're getting more like it's going to taste better. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I got uh, yeah, I, I got a couple different ones. It's it's uh, you know, I, I, I keep kind of going back to the Iron Smoke. It's it's a really nice, easy bourbon whiskey. Okay. So, all right, all right, Lou. How about you? What have you been into lately? So, so what's the theme of this? I, anything, uh, anything like goes. I'm not into bourbon. No, anything, anything that you yeah, anything. Something well, you saw on it, Amazon that you bought that you really like or uh, music or YouTube video you saw that you really thought was cool or anything. Yeah. Well, I, I have a, a Disney plus uh, streaming, uh, yeah. you know, the, the membership, whatever the streaming service. 
So um, I have decided to go back and watch all the Star Wars movies in okay. order. In order. Do you remember? Remember yeah. you and I and Kurt? We would we yep. watched. Uh, what is it? Uh, th- four, Star five, Wars. and six. Yeah. The yeah. Whole, exactly. Whole, yeah. So I have not watched all nine videos or movies. So yesterday I watched Phantom Menace, which is episode one. Yeah. For for the first time. So I'm going to try and watch one movie a night for the next nine nights or I have eight left, I guess. Well, you got to get Rogue Rogue One's got to get in there too, between, uh, between the last prequel one and new hope because that's, that's when that happens. Oh, so between episode I, I, three and four, no, no, he's like, "Oh shit!" No, I just yeah. got, I screwed up. I already, already watched. I already screwed it up. Oh, yeah, I. Uh, well, you know, they have like uh, they have this whatever section on their website that has all the movies in order. Yeah, so okay. That's why I started with. Huh. You know, all right. Well, I guess I guess they don't count Rogue One as like an actual Star Wars movie. Because, but the the la- but obviously the last five minutes of that is exactly you know, like what happens right before episode four, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's like okay. you know. But anyway, yeah, I mean that's what I would have done, but that's okay. So okay, so, so you're you're he started with Rogue One and he's going from that point on. No, he started with Phantom Menace. So he started with Rogue One and went yeah. from that point on. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, uh, and then I just finished uh, Westworld. Oh yeah, finally. I I love that on HBO. Yeah, love that show. show. Yeah, it's a cool um, show. So I just, yeah, so I just watched um, the finale of episode three. Season or, I'm three. sorry, season three. I've only yeah. watched the first season, so I have to get into the next two. Yeah, fantastic haven't, show. Haven't watched. Well it. done. Yeah, they, there's some really cool. I, I like. I like the direction. Some mind bender stuff in that. Yeah, for sure. even even the last like the last few episodes of season one when they started taking it in that weird direction, I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. Nice. So Westworld yep. and Star Wars. Nice. Mm-hmm. A little kickback. So the the first the first three of the prequels that, that came out, they're not they're mm-hmm. not as bad as we remember them, are they? Well, I haven't gotten to them yet. You have oh you didn't watch Phantom Menace? I did watch Phantom Menace. Yeah, that, but that's it. Oh, okay. So Phantom Menace, it's not as bad as you remember, is it? Uh no, but I did forget that that that, that was made in like ninety eight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like twenty three years old. I, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not as bad as I would have imagined for a twenty three year old movie. That was probably pretty cutting edge. However, what, what was interesting is some of the acting was kind of bad. Yeah, like oh, I bad acting. Like, oh, yeah. well, it's partially kind of bad. I think it's partially. Um, 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 oh God, the guy. George Lucas's writing is a little uh, mm-hmm. bland, <laughs> to say the least. See, yeah, I, I I hear Lou's voice and I don't hear any words coming. I just hear uh, because <laughs> Stop. that I don't understand those mute. The, I don't get oh, those. whatever. The the sword the the <laughs> lightsaber fights in that one are really good though, because you had the one guy yeah. that was like a Again, a trained like I'm seeing your mouth move or whatever. I don't hear whatever. any, don't hear any sword fighter. Yeah, he was the apprentice. Yeah, yeah, Darth, that guy, Darth Maul, Darth, right? Darth Maul. Yep, yeah. There's some good fight scenes in that one. Again, I see your yeah, mouth what, moving. What was okay, interesting? We get it. <laughs> what was interesting about that that uh, the, that final scene? I, mean, I, I don't think this is a spoiler for anyone. I think pretty much everyone's watched those movies. Is um, Obi, young Obi, was fighting Darth Maul at the end, and and he had the most amazing reaction time and defense for every move. But then right at the end. 
he just stands there and gets cut in half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, oh, come on. That could also have been done try. in the editing, too. They might have just, like, decided to shorten the fight. Yeah, he, he literally did, like, a somersault over him and then just cut him in half. Yeah. And I'm just like, he didn't even try to defend. He just, like, looked at the watched him jump and yep. sliced. I'm like, come on, after all this amazing theatrics, season eight, okay, whatever, it's just a movie. Yep, it's just a movie. <laughs> so. Sometimes you just have to, like, chalk it up to that. You're like, yes, yeah, we're suspending and I, disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> and I forgot how badly Jar Jar Binks was. He's uh-huh. just annoying as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep, everybody. All, but apparently the kids loved him. That was a Me thing. We don't like Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Yep, people liked him. To get kids, kids liked him. I don't know. I don't know what's worse: the first three Star Wars movies or that the bumper coming into this. Oh, I'd rather hear the. <laughs> I'll play that for two hours. <laughs> All right, um, that, I'm done. That, that that's what I've been doing. Cool. I'm, well, that's a that's a nice nerdy little uh, diversion, yeah. especially since you'll be sure. starting a job soon. Uh, so yeah, last, what, I guess, are you, what are you into about? That's what I've been. Uh, I started watching last night, and I got ho- like absolutely hooked on like how insane the the whole thing is is uh, i started watching on hbo the the documentary about q those q people oh the q and yeah like the q yeah and it's called into the storm i think it's called okay. it's like a six part i don't know what you're talking about what, yeah, it, what, what this, are q people it's this political movement uh it that's that's in my opinion very culty very religious and very well, dangerous yeah. in, in my opinion they they believe that uh, like this is not this is I'm not exaggerating at all, Lou. When I say this, they believe that most of the politicians in charge right now are a par- part of a satanic cabal that eats and drinks the blood of babies. They eat babies, drink the blood of babies, and uh, they uh, also do si- uh, child sex trafficking, and they're pedophiles. And it's not just the politicians, like Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Uh, a whole bunch of other actors in Hollywood are pedophiles. They'll say, like, yeah, everybody's a pedophile. If, if you don't agree with them, you're a pedophile and you're part of the problem. So it's just this whole like paranoid, like and they, interwoven not- with a whole bunch of crazy Anti- a- anti-vaxxers. Well, there's a whole bunch of, yeah, there's a whole bunch of paranoia conspiracy theory um and and it's tied in with kind of the same um the same like like mental gymnastics you would do if you were like super religious where somebody tries to Mm -hmm. tell you that hey this isn't really true this is not reality they just bypass it by something in their head that well they q said something you know on his because apparently this guy drops these posts on some website and I'm, I'm only three episodes eight, into the six chan it used to be yeah. four chan now it's eight chan yeah so like i'm, I'm not that versed in what 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 kind of crazy is happening but um basically you know everybody in the government except for the the patriots which are the people that believe in this this movement are babe blood drinking baby killing satanists basically like no, i'm not i'm not even lying that they actually yeah. believe that P- pizza gate yeah yeah like I've, apparently, I've, yeah, uh, apparently Hillary Clinton was was uh, doing child sex trafficking in in the basement of this pizzeria in Washington D.C. Yep. Obama. So so like a dude got so worked up over it, he took his guns and like went in there to rescue the kids in the because ba- apparently it's in yeah. the basement. The, guy, the guy's like, "There's no basement. There, there's no basement." <laughs> 
So he like got arrested and like, you know, but they still believe this shit. It's like, I think I did hear about that. Yeah. About, about him. Yeah. yeah. It's cr- the problem with now, it, is this Q Q anon or, yeah, know, or is it, Q-Anon, is that, are we talking yeah. about the same thing? Yeah. Q anon. Yeah. Yep. That, that's Anonymous. the name. That's the name of the guy that apparently yep. drops the, these nuggets oh. of, Posts yeah. these of cryptic wisdom or whatever. Yeah, there's like a watch with, and he's still out in the wild. Day. Oh yeah, they yeah. don't know who he is. They they well they apparently don't they don't. Is. So again, you got if you watch it, that starts off where they're like, okay, it's apparently the guy says that he's this uh, government employee yep. who's got. <coughs> excuse me, this Q clearance. Q which, clearance, which I guess is like the highest clearance or yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, Q clearance is one of the top. Yeah, which is why he that's that's why they got his that's why his name became Q because of his clearance. So we they don't know anything about if it's a him or a her, kind of like or M. if it's a group of people or not. It's kind of like M from James Bond. Yeah. So, uh, and so every so often he'll drop these these posts on the web that website, Twitter or whatever. Or yeah, H-A-N. and yeah. and they're they're like just cryptic enough and just vague enough that it can be associated with a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's like so a lot of people like like start like mapping out like what he said and what's happening in the world and they start connecting it all and it becomes this like gigantic spider web of like crazy. Yeah, and you a, can't you can't convince them that it's not true. There's like a picture. Of, right. I, I've I've heard of it and you know there's there's a couple of guys that you know they're really into it. And it's like I kind of look I kind of looked at stuff and it's like. There's like a, a a notebook with a certain date open, not a notebook, but a, a journal with the date on it. Nothing written down. The pen's at a at a forty five degree angle. Yeah. There's a watch <laughs> at set at you know eleven oh one. Yeah, and the date is March you know whatever date. And there's something else in the it, background. And they take all that information and they pick it all apart. Yeah, and then it's like it, everything means something yeah. different. It, it, and it's so weird. It's, you're like. It reminds me like huh? when when mm. when I was in, mm. when I was involved in like the the crazy Christianity stuff like when, when you you would mm-hmm. you read something in the Bible and it would mean something even though it absolutely didn't mean that right. they would like make it right. mean they would shoehorn all this stuff yeah into they would the, infer all these things into it yeah, yeah it's, so it's kind of the same that that's why it, to me it, that's what it reminds me of is like they're shoehorning a lot of like what's happening to what this guy is saying and you know and that's why. Apparently this this person man woman whatever I just say he because I guess I'm, I'm assuming it's a he but why he he keeps it that purposely vague and cryptic yeah. so that they can associate mm-hmm. more crap to it so, and then there's like it started now they're talking about how certain um, Q uh, people are breaking off from the main Q movement so these these people are like um, splintering off and like doing their own thing. And so now those people are, well, as soon as you leave the main movement, you're considered uh, a pedophile and you're part of the deep state and you're part of the, the conspiracy. Like as, if, as long as you don't believe exactly what they believe. Yeah. So it's oh, very, boy. so to me it feels very like culty religious, oh, like, yeah, you know, crazy sure. kind of thing. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. They believe it's, it's, it's on HBO. Yeah. It's really, really interesting. And uh, you know, again, I, I know that that there there might be people like listening at some point that believe in some of this stuff. You know, I I don't I just don't. I mean, it's, I don't find it credible at all. But I can see I can see where people would would make connections. I can understand it. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah. uh, I just don't I just don't understand. I don't understand. Like I think people <laughs> long to feel like there's something more going on than there really is. 
And you know what? There probably maybe is some kind of shred of truth. Maybe there is some kind of veiled organization, but highly doubtful that they're like bleeding out babies and drinking blood and all that stuff, you know? Oh yeah. That's just, I mean, and I'm not, know. I'm not being figurative that they literally believe that they literally believe that Hillary Clinton drinks the blood of babies. Yeah. It's wow. Yeah. I no. wonder where they got, I mean, like how did they I, get to that point where uh, they feel like that's true? Like what, what are they looking at or reading or something? I, I read somewhere. I'm K I'm K ultra. Yeah. Right. I, I read somewhere that, the, the tactic right now for people, or lately, for, for people that don't really have a good argument for anything that they stand for or, or believe politically or whatever is to just accuse the other person of being a pedophile because there, there's, but no, because there's no way you can That's prove their it. There's no way you can prove it right on the spot that you're not. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you, you, so you wind up becoming, um, you, you get put on the defensive because right. all of a sudden they're accusing you of something, and it is a, a like let's face it, a detestable, disgusting, evil thing to be. Right. You know what I mean? It's like the worst thing you could be. So you spend I, I all guess. you spend all your time and energy defending yourself against something that's not even true, while they're just like skating mm. around doing whatever they want. So it's mm. like this. It's like this. This weird like mentality that they've just exponentially like. Um, 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 implemented, you know. So anyway, I don't want to get too too deep into it because I don't know that much about it. Honestly, I'm just watching. You know, the, like I said, I'm on the third episode, but it was fascinating how people can get like really sucked into this stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it's a so it's a documentary. Yeah, it's a doc. Yeah, it's an HBO documentary called Q Into the Storm. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's worth. I'm it's, definitely gonna check that out. It's worth watching. I I would say because it just keep because first of all, it's gonna it, it's like anybody who's never heard of like Scientology or whatever, and all of a sudden you watch a thing about it and you're like, holy shit! I didn't realize this whole thing was that involved. You <laughs> That's know, a whole another me well, either. Yeah, I don't get much into politics, but that does sound kind of intriguing. Yeah, you're you're gonna find yourself kind of shocked when you watch it. I think that's a whole so. Scientology is a whole other thing. Of yeah, bad shit, that's right? a whole it's a whole other world. All right, look, we're going to take this out because it's like been an hour, I think. And and I've had a great time, but I yes. don't want to bore I don't want to bore anybody that might be listening <sighs> or Matt. I don't want to no, bore I'm Matt still, either. I'm still tired. <laughs> All right, you ready you to take no, You guys aren't boring me. You ready to take this out? Do I have to? You do? Okay. Here we go. Yeah. All right. We'd like to thank you guys our listeners. We'd like to thank Lou for showing up. Yeah, thanks via, Lou. Via Phone cousin Lou, cousin Lou, cousin Lou, cousin Lou. That's official. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank our Patreons, patreoncom slash Uh We love your support. Yeah, you can see us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at SundayGrindPod. Facebook is SundayGrindPodcast. Come over, say hi, leave a whatever comment. Uh, what else we got? Uh, email was uh, SundayGrindPod at gmail.com. Wow. Uh, I think we have to start calling Lou Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> no. Oh no. That was back, that was back in the day. Um, <laughs> because of his traffic tickets. Oh, I thought because of drumming. Come on. Because of the drumming. I. <laughs> okay. Oh. Anyways, anyway. uh, <laughs> like the thing, Brianna. That was that Brianna. was my interjection to ruin your exit. Sorry. And Brianna Warwell at Brianna does art on Instagram. She does our work. Yes. Music was used and abused by this dummy over here. Yep, that's me. And we're fading out pretty quickly. Yep. So uh, tagline, Lou. You know the tagline? 
I don't know the tagline. Who the fuck gets up at 7 a.m. on a Sunday to do a podcast? Oh, we do. my God. I didn't know that. <laughs> we do. We do. We'll <laughs> see you next week. See yeah. you next time. Take care, Lou. everybody. Stay safe. Lou, have a good one. Stay safe. Yep. You too. All right. See ya. See ya.